Naha. What the Friday? What the Friday? Dad's in a very patient, happy mood today. <laughs> Welcome to What the Friday with Birch and Birch. We are the father daughter game show where we earn points for candor and humility as we flesh out whatever topic floats to the top. Like a good Farley dog turd. That's cute. <laughs> <laughs> at, my, at my feet. Gonna beg your patience in advance because at my feet is our new puppy, Farley, who's 14 weeks old and goes through what we call the witching hours, which is when he gets really wound up and he's pretty uncontrollable. And he's decided to do that during what Friday. So he's under my, that's what I'm leaning over. It's like petting him, trying to. And I am having flashbacks to being a child because dad is not a patient man with young, young things. (laughs) I was not a good dad. You were a great dad. You just. (laughs) You just said after you turn 25, then everything's good. (laughs) Until then, not so much. We're together today, though. We're uh, we're doing it like this because we're putting our studio together still. <laughs> Ever so slowly. It's been months. Everyone, we keep saying that we're going to be in our studio next week. I really think, though, that it's true. We will be there next week. <laughs> but today, we're uh, here. We came to Dad's place. We're mm-hmm. in front of... It actually looks his... like a studio. The other one, not this place. Oh, <laughs> No, that's a kitchen behind us. That's what that is. <laughs> okay, so here's what we're talking about. Serial monogamous versus short-term daters. The reason is because we kind of talked about this two weeks ago, and then I put a thing on my Instagram, a poll, asking if people were, what's their shortest and what's their longest uh, relationship, like labeled relationship? And then I got two varied answers. Like I got a lot of people who were, you know, kind of in the middle. And then I got several serial monogamists and I am not one of those at all, but I, and I had to ask what a serial monogamist was. It's like, yeah. Well, okay. So anyway, for those of you that don't know, could you tell us what you tell, serial you tell us, you tell us. See if no, I, I just learned. Did you forget um, people that get into like a relationship for a while, then they get out, then they get another but one for, for a long? while. Um, six months, a year, two years, three years, then they're I, out. I think. Did I hear that right? Yeah, just being monogamous with one person after another, but generally for longer periods, I think. I think it has to be like a year. It sounds kind of weird. Being monogamous with one person, then another, then another. another. I know. It doesn't sound very monogamous. (laughs) Esther Perel talks about how uh, before recent history, monogamy meant one person for your whole life. Mm -hmm. But now monogamy means one person at a time. But anyway, I think that I trust. Well, that's a topic we should talk about sometime. I think that I trust. This may be not healthy, but I think that I trust people who say they're serial monogamous or who friends of mine that I know are serial monogamous. Mm-hmm. I think I trust them more than people like me. Because at least you know where they're where they're at. They're because I think committed that to giving they're more likely to stick it out. Okay. That's why. Like because no pun like, intended for the guys out my there. My when I make those jokes, it's funny to me. But when you do, I don't like it. Yeah, it's kind of gross. So. Um, no, no. Because I think that serial monogamists, by nature, they have to be looking for reasons to stay versus reasons to leave. Mm-hmm. And I and I think the thing I don't like about myself and people like me is that I'm looking for reasons to leave. Like, Or maybe that's it. Like, subconsciously. You think? I think you don't start that way. No. Maybe that's you're smitten out of the gate when you start. It's like, oh, he's awesome. You know, it's like maybe I this is serious. And then 
about two weeks later. No, no, no. Not two no, weeks. No, no, no. I don't think this. Is I good. would say the average is between is like a month to two months. Not good. Maybe it's levels. Maybe they're they're like they make it to the week level. Maybe their expectations are lower. We should have a serial monogamist on here. You've been in a marriage forever. You stayed in. Uh, you are at least a monogamist. Yes. Why did you stay instead of leave when um, during the hard parts? I don't know. Don't. I think I think we ask ourselves that question all the time. Oh, really? You think that? I don't know. That's another topic. But we can let's talk about that another day because we're talking about serial monogamists. Not we'll go down the rabbit hole and pick a genre that's just about me. So. And your mom. I think it's interesting. Unless you just don't want to. I understand. You don't it's, want to. You boring. don't want to share. It's not boring. It's boring. It's boring See, to me. We get reviews stay up when you talk about personal, honest stuff. That's what happens. I've been married for thirty-one years. We lost it. And it hasn't always been. When easy. you said I don't want to talk about it anymore, that's when everyone left. <laughs> um. But anyway, <laughs> it's my fault. No, no. Don't. How do I? How do I stay here? Don't feel bad. I stay don't in relationships like this one with my daughter. Don't feel. Okay. You could just hang me and I'll be an ornament in your place. So monogamous. So where does a short-term relationship person, where does the line go from being a, a short-term dater to a serial, serial monogamous? monogamous? I think, oh, we can't hit the table. Sorry. Um, I think that. A short-term data means it's spaced like spaced out and for short periods versus back-to-back long relationships. Okay. So, Which do so you what's a long relationship? What's the minimum? I'm going to say one year. Okay. So you're what? in a relationship for a year, then it ends, or give or take. Yeah. And then it ends for a little bit. Then you get another relationship for a year. But if you date for six months and then a break and then six months and then a break. And then if there six are breaks, months, then you're no longer a serial monogamous. That's the okay. key difference. Which do you think is better? I'm confused. I don't I think um, I think short-term daters are better. Why? Well, although because, I'm not surprised by that because when I was growing up, can I tell you guys? Okay, when I was growing up, every time somebody came over to the house and they had a boyfriend or girlfriend, my dad would ask these questions in this order. Are you dating anyone? Yes. Is he or she a good kisser? Yes or no, doesn't matter. Uh, and then three, cool, when are you breaking up? No matter what, even if they were super happy, no matter what, when are you breaking up? That's I don't what think you I said, say. when are you breaking up? Yeah, when are you, when are you moving out? When are you, in some- There's a lot of people there, a lot of fish in the sea. I know, <laughs> that's, I think that's part of the reason I date. I don't stick around, that, that like mental- Little did I know I had that much control. I'm really happy You had happy so much power. <laughs> It was a plan to keep your children single forever. It has to do with personality types, though, and personality. Yeah, probably. Just the way people are. I can't blame. Yeah, I can't blame you for it. But you can. I can, but I think (laughs) to what end? So. uh, I think it's a personality trait. You think short-term daters are better because. (laughs) That was supposed to be a segue. Yeah. You don't. Want to justify why you think short-term daters are better besides they're just more fish in the sea? Um, I think I think using your term of serial monogamous, I yeah. think serial monogamous may waste a lot of time with people that they're not meant for because it's hard for them to get out of the relationship. They don't know how to do it, so they just keep doing it. That's why it's for a whole year, and then they break up, or and then a, another certain amount of time, and then they break up. Yeah, yeah. And I think if you're... Kit Kat. If it's working... 
and you really like each other a lot, then you should spend a lot of time together and it should just keep working. And then if it's not working, give it a try. But if it's, you know, uh, if a decent amount of work is still not getting better, then move on. There are I think seven billion, that, almost eight billion people on the planet. But now. knowing where that line Find is, one, I think another is one. hard. Knowing where the line is of is this fizzling out or is this a phase of fizzle? And we're going to get back to the fire. Well, it's definitely time. hard, but still. I, I, that. Okay. He tried to segue before because next we're going to talk about personality tests. Right. Just wanted to keep moving on. And astrology. I know. I'm sorry that I kept you into the conversation you wanted to leave for so long. Um, okay. I think that personality tests and astrology are, in fact, pure bull crap. Amen. I agree completely. I, I, you know, I don't, I can't keep track of, they do the colors like the red, blue, the quadrants and all that yeah. stuff. I don't know. I, I have a really crappy memory Myers for Briggs. that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I've, I don't know how many of those classes I've set through in different career directions that I was going in that they make that the part. I'm like, okay, so I'm really supposed to meet someone and go, all right, now you're in the top left corner, but you're kind of bottom kind left of corner too. So then I've got this formula yeah. that I got to do. You're kind of a D. So you're we kind can of get along. I. It's like, oh no, screw that. Either you know, I like you, I don't like you. We get along, we don't get along. How many I of think, you feel like that? You know, don't I don't I don't want to chart, and I don't want to meet somebody that in the back of their head they're looking at me and they're thinking, let's see where's he fit on the chart. That's the annoying thing about okay. So somebody trying. That's the difference. That's the difference between somebody. Trying, <laughs> that's the difference between somebody trying to analyze you and somebody trying to understand you. You just define the difference. There we go. I've been thinking about that because we I'm going to write a book now. We love to be understood. You should write a book, but <laughs> about your life because it's a really good story. There, there's a there. A, we we want we love to be understood, but we hate to be analyzed. And I, I think that's think true. The reason is when we're analyzed, we actually feel less understood. You're putting me in a category with someone else. Well, you feel less. You feel like a commodity. Like you can be analyzed. Like you can be. Oh, um, yeah. We you're, want to... you're this recipe. You're 10% this, 20% this, 50% this, and the balance this. And thus you're that. So I don't really need to get to know you. I don't need to get to know right. what makes you click. It's dismissive. I just already know. I'm the just... father of personality tests was Carl Jung. And uh, Myers-Briggs is based on his personality test, although it's shifted a lot because Carl Jung was, uh, he had eight main characteristics. And when he did those, he was like, this is a way to kind of define responses to life, but it's not specific. It, it's not stagnant. It changes too much throughout the day. A lot of people really day. believe in that. I know, but even the a founder. Of employers use the hell out of it. Uh, yeah. And that's not good because it, it's actually not a good predictor for a, um, performance in jobs. So a lot of schools use personality According tests. According to who? According to, oh shoot. She knows all the stuff. It's That's not, why these conversations are so hard for me sometimes. Wait, no, no. She's so well educated. I'm like, hell, I, I don't just know. read and but watch I videos. Do, I do YouTube. have a dear friend, probably my best friend, that owned a business and they used Meyer Briggs and he swore by it. Okay. A real life example. But that's just one out of millions so okay well i might be wrong i mean i don't know does anybody out there use myers-briggs do you every, like it did you think it was right everybody seems to have used myers-briggs and i and sends it. me you haven't no um you I've should had the opportunity a few times but i have not <laughs> you should do it it would be fun if they're fun that's the that's the thing about they're not they are kind of bullcrap but also <laughs> they're fun but they're great recreation it's like some of the people you like astrology. when you're a serial dater like astrology or short-term data it's it's written the They're same kind of fun for a little bit <laughs> yeah 
exactly. See, that's the problem. You got to give them a chance. But how long is a chance? So my theory, I think, in dating, not to bounce back, but to bounce back, I think it's been go very intense so that you don't waste your time. So like go very intense, get to know each other really well, experience all kinds of things together, find out who they are, find out who you are together in the in the fire. And then if it doesn't work, you're out before either of you have spent a lot of time on it. And I also feel like you're supposed to leave as soon as you know that you're going to leave. Otherwise, you waste their time. Anyway. Anyway. Okay. Now, uh, <laughs> finally, the last thing we're going to talk about is you wrote a beautiful article about. It was beautiful, but it was heartfelt. It was really, really honest. And uh, you are a originally Midwestern white white man. male, large. I think Danish. 75% Danish, maybe. I think, maybe. <laughs> and you wrote some a really beautiful article about Asian hate, and I have ranted about it because I have really good friends who are Asian, and I was, like, in tears about what was happening to the community. Um, you know, but I, I want to hear your take. I don't. I hate bullies, period. Yeah. And, um, you know, I don't talk about my past, but I moved a lot, and I was little, and even though I don't look like it now, I was undersized for my grade. Um, I don't think, I don't know what that was all about. But anyway, Very I was tiny. Yeah. Um, I was short and skinny and just a tiny waif of a kid for the grade that I was in. And we moved a lot or I moved a lot. And I was always a new kid. And A then, lot being like 13 schools before you graduated high school? You know, something like that. Anyway, so um, so I ran into those bullies that were just bigger. And they knew it. And that and suffered at their hand and when i see the the um somebody getting pounded just for the sake of somebody deciding in that moment that they didn't like them um that really upsets me i hate that and i've you know i've been pretty quiet through almost all of that stuff because i think you know i i don't know where i can't, i just hate to blanket classify anybody in any category and i don't know if there was, you know, you could take a person from one race and a person from another race and you could click into a video edited at just the right time and yeah. one of them pounds the other one and then it's promoted as a terrible event and look how this is happening. Right. But we, I so don't trust the media and I don't trust bias. And what if yeah. the guy that just got pounded just did something very provocative to the other guy? Yeah, like there was one where the the person called the other person the N-word and the other person beat him down, which is why no one helped because <clears throat> everyone yeah. on the subway heard and was like... Is that what happened on the subway one? Because I saw one. the subway video, but I didn't <laughs> That's know. That's what that I've heard, a... but I haven't researched it enough. Okay. This but is anyway. the problem with the media. But basically, yeah, you don't know because people edit stuff. So, yeah. but on the other hand, generally speaking, you know, you see the elder, I, the security videos are the ones that I really like where the, you can actually see this little old lady, Asian lady walking down the sidewalk, doing her thing, not talking to anybody. And the guy comes up and just bam, nails her. That guy, I, I, I have evil thoughts for. <laughs> and the other guys I tend to have those thoughts for, but I'm always tempered because I don't know the backstory. Yeah. And I also, I have some compassion. Imagine if you were Korean and an American was in the Korean or, or, you know, let's say that you're North Korean or we're North Korean. You're in a war. It doesn't matter. Pick a war. You've got two sides. You're there fighting the other side. 
historically speaking, well, I don't know if this is true, um, but let's imagine that they have a look that's different than yours. Okay. And mm. your friends are dying to your left and to your right. And those people with that look have that ingrained in your own. So, you know, you're you like a negative. Yeah. Because you, I mean, for your own life yeah. and you've done that. So I can, I can see people from world war one or world war two having some feelings that way because they suffered so much in the midst of a conflict that brought that, you know, that, that generated those emotions. So I, I don't want to dismiss them, but I mean, I think I have people in my family that fought in wars that could have felt that way, but I could not imagine that they would ever act out or speak out about that after mm. the fact and after it's over. They may walk down the sidewalk and pass somebody and say, mm, I remember <laughs> people with that look trying to kill me. Yeah. Um, but they would never, I can't, I can't think of anybody in my family that would truly be a bully. And I don't know. So I, I mean, don't get where that comes from. But and that also was, the definition of bully so changes so much. Right. And, and I, I, I feel bad for it. Can I finish that? Yes. Um, and then I started to write this article for this month's newsletter about Asians. And I thought the same thing with, with anybody, you know, the Black Lives Matter thing. And it, but it can get taken out of, you know, you just don't know. There's so much context yeah. that you can't communicate. So I'll shut up there. Because no. you can get into the weeds in any direction and find conflicts and arguments against it and for it. And, well, they did that for a reason. And we need to understand the reason they did that. Well, they did that for a reason because of another reason that they yeah. did that. And If you the, look close enough, there are going to be plenty of bugs in those weeds. Yeah, exactly. So just Taking don't, I just don't have any, any patience for um, acting out. I guess that's the real problem. Yeah. And figuring out who... Uh, jumping too quickly to know who the villain is, is something also that you're, you're mentioning, which is true. And we love that. We and do. frankly, the media loves, I mean, the, the whole, everything on TV. This person is, did the good thing and this person did the bad thing. It's all about the victim and the villain. And we, yeah. and we're just a simple species that just gobble that up. We love it. And well, we have a, a mutual friend that did reality TV, which I don't know if you remember who that or know who that is or not. And they quit their job editing reality TV, the TV show they were on because it was so oh, misleading yeah. and they, they generated and created events that really weren't there and tension that wasn't there. And his job was doing that. His job that, was, that was his job. edit one clip next to another so that it changes uh, what the actual storyline was. Yeah. And, and he, that's eventually he just the, felt the like it was that, immoral and he couldn't do it anymore. And I mean, everybody watching knows this, but that is how everyone from CNN to Fox news to the reality TV show you like gets money is by making sure you watch and we want to watch when it's a good story and a good story always is a protagonist who has a goal and faces obstacles to get there. And that means usually a victim who is trying to live a good life. And then these are the villains in the way when it comes to news, that that's the, the format. And so it's oversimplified. Anyway, anyway, down from our soapbox, I have to go to physical therapy, so we have to cut this one short. That's why we did it so early, but we got to do it side by shine. Hopefully in time, it'll get a little more professional. We keep saying that, but here we are. You are. keep saying that. I have no desire for it to be professional. I just want it to be fun. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> okay, shake and bake. Follow, and subscribe, bake. like. Um, also, if you could go on the Apple iTunes, if, this would mean the world. 
If you could go on the podcast format that you listen to podcasts on and throw in a review, you don't even have to put words, just like stars. That'll help our um, podcast do better. Uh, so then maybe we could have three people that listen to us every week instead of two. Yeah, that's Actually, the goal. It's more than that, but still. 